diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, lot of shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of pine. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 309 of 4th and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Dan Skippy, Hollis Thomas, and Primo, a.k.a. Prime, in the building. Today we're talking the recap, Eagles versus Cowboys. Uh, and let me let me tell you, man, the vibes were immaculate, uh, starting with a, a, a dope-ass tailgate. The vibes were flowing. It flowed right into the game, right into the game. Uh, so the pregame – you can't go wrong anytime Meek Mill's played in the in the in the stadium. But when Meek Mill performs right before the game, uh, I think the the level. I, I look over to my left. I hear Prime. He's like, "Is he in the building? Is he in the building?" So I, I felt like, uh, yeah, right right from the jump. I think uh, the Eagles really set the tone. Obviously, we wanted a curb stomp. You know, they played played a great, great, great first half. Um, and I thought I thought Dallas fans in the stadium were, were very shook. I think Prime was targeting all Dallas Cowboys in our vicinity, letting them know uh, what it's all about. Uh, but overall, I just feel like uh, the Eagles, whether you Eagle, whether you Dallas fans out there like it or not, y'all lost to the Eagles. I don't care if you had the vaunted defense, you had your backup quarterback. Bring a better fifty-three to the table. You can't keep on crying about. Uh, you know, like you know, if Dak's not in, Dak's not in. Well, well, well yeah, 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 yeah. On the Dak thing, you know, they were making concessions already. Talking about Cooper Rush has done some things that Roger Starbuck hadn't done. They they were already they were already saying that this will be the tale if uh, they need Dak back or not. They were already making saying that Cooper Rush had been doing better than Dak. They don't have any excuses. They try. They've tried all the excuses known to man. And the best, the best thing that I saw, you guys were able to go into the game, but I was privy to a bunch of different pictures of Cowboy fans, and the, the best one, I don't know if I sent it to you guys, but it was a jersey that said, sad since 19, and the number was 96 oh, since on the jersey. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That in <laughs> yeah. a microcosm, it's everything you're saying, and I, I'm, I wish I was there to see Prime uh, give out some, give out some uh, Cowboy noogies. Uh, but it, it was like that. That said it in a microcosm, and the one thing uh, I, didn't, I didn't tell anybody else this either because Lito Shepard had uh, stopped by to see me uh, when he when he got in town, and he had one of his uh, childhood buddies with him. The jackass came over here, cowboy geared out. I said, "Don't even get out the damn car." I gave Lito what I had to do, and he started talking about the Cowboys, and he did exactly what the Cowboys fans do. Before the game, they talk hot cash money shit. <laughs> After the game, they're nowhere to be found in sight. I'm, I'm going to ask each, each and every, each, everybody out there, have you heard anything from a Cowboy fan since before the game on Sunday night? I'll leave the floor open to you guys. Have you guys heard anything from anybody who's talking? Wait a minute, Prime, have you heard from your brother? No, sir. No, sir. The thing is, is that, you know, I mean, these Cowboys go, these Cowboy fans go missing. Um, You know, yesterday I had four. Four cowboy employees called out of work. Four. All right. <laughs> and you know my ass went in that building first thing as soon as I got in there. I did show up to work late. 
You know what I mean? So I played my cards right, and I called my boss the night before, and I told him, hey, listen, I know I'm going to go ahead and get wild tonight, so you can count me in on being at work, but when I'm ready to come into work. So just giving you a heads up. Um, yeah, so the first thing I did was go look for my brother, go look for those Cowboy fans, and I find out that they all called out of work. So I wonder uh, why. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, I definitely redeemed myself today. Um, I had my flag with me, and I let them know that we are 6-0. and All right? Six and zero, and at the end of the day, it's always going to be Dallas sucks. Yeah, <clears throat> love the hat, love the hat, love the energy. Shout out to my boy Diehard Philly. Hey, uh, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, about the Diehard Philly guy. Show, show him your hat. <laughs> oh, oh, I got, I got a tie dye. This is, this is representing, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> no, you know, I like, I like uh, the fit, man. I like the fit. I, I like, I'm, 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 just, I'm just teasing you because of what we were talking about before, yeah. beforehand. Well, Ev, I see, I see, Ev, I see you got Sixers on. I see you, and you got Phillies on. So, Ev, you're representing the Sixers tonight. But uh, I mean, how you it, feeling, it, it, it was it was somewhat of a toss up, man, because uh, you know the Eagles obviously are number one in my heart, but Sixers, Sixers are my number two team, man. I wanted to sit here. I, I'm I'm all in on the Phillies bandwagon right now. Uh, I can't wait to after we jump over here and we watching that uh, that you know Phillies Padres game. But uh, man, this, the Sixers really got the uh, you know the special spot in my heart next to the Eagles, dude. So uh, really excited for uh, this next season for the Sixers, and uh, just wanted to show off my colors, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the new year. Well, yeah. If you if you, I'm truly excited, basically, because this is the first time uh, in a while, actually, since I've been in the city, that all the sports are actually doing pretty decently. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first time since I've been there that the Sixers are starting the season. And the Phillies are still playing, right? Right. I mean, and then, I, and then let's not forget the uh, the Flyers. They start off to and zero. Everybody says that they're going to be sticking up the joint, but right now they're kicking ass, and I think they're. I think the the winning is permeating throughout the city. So, uh, yeah, and well, I, I know it's going to fall on deaf ears in this in this podcast <laughs> as well. But and the so, Union, the oh, union, yeah, union are the best team in the MLS. Yes, the Union. My <laughs> so bad. I, I keep wanting well. to call them the soul. The the, uh, the Philadelphia the Philadelphia Union they they actually have a playoff game as well yes, coming they up. Do. Yes, they do. So <sighs> it's, it's, Andre it's, Blake and goal. <laughs> you know the funny thing is like uh, there's this vibe. You know the, the, the Phillies set it off. They set off the tone because we I was at a uh, Xfinity Live and people were going eight eight ish out Are there. Are you talking and, about the Phillies set the tone that day or the Phillies well, set the tone? Well, I mean they set the tone. They set the tone for this weekend, um, moving into the the, the Eagles game. They just flowed right into the game. And I felt like from the very, very jump, I I felt, again, like we started our podcast last week, and I was very – started off very confident. I I, I never backed off what I said. I felt that that vibe, and I felt like the Eagles kind of came out and set the tone. I mean, uh, from the first half, what was your biggest – what was your guys' biggest takeaways from the first half? I, I, yo, so I, I've been saying to people for weeks that um, it was after we beat Jacksonville and we were four and zero, and I said to them, I was like, "Do not let us go into this by six and zero. We like, I will be on the verge of insufferable, and here I am. And I got to tell you, after <laughs> after that first half, I was, I was. I was a level above insufferable, man. I, I we were whooping the Cowboys' ass. We were sitting there six and zero in the uh, in, right in front of us. And I never, even though we we started to waver a little bit in the third quarter, 
I never for a moment thought we were going to lose that game. I know it got to 20 to 17 at one point. Yeah, nah, I, no one. I, I, ne- I never feared for a moment that we were going to lose that game. And that's what's special about this Eagles team to me is that I haven't had that feeling that we're going to throw this one away this entire season. This is a team that is built to win and uh, just continues getting better. I think the craziest thing to me is that I haven't seen an Eagles team that is this dominant, but at the same time, like each and every game, they're leaving money on the table, man. They haven't played to their full potential all year long, and they're six and zero. And so that that to me, that 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 is foreshadowing for what's to come. What when the Eagles are able to take this bye week, work together, get healthy, they're going to come back just rolling, man. Um, I, I I don't see a loss in in our near in our near future, man. <laughs> I, I really don't. Well, it's, it's, a, it's 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 funny. Uh, it's funny you say about the lost part, uh, Ev. And the buzzsaw is coming coming back from the bye week. It's always been uh, the last time we were six and zero. I was on the team, mm-hmm. and the buzzsaw has always been the Steelers. Mm. And that's the buzzsaw we're coming back to. If we're well, able I mean, to get past, but if we're able to get past, like you're saying, if we're able to get past that. Then Mal, <laughs> yeah, he's on to something. Mal, Mal may be on to not only but, Mal but, on to something, but uh, Larry Zonka, you know, Larry Zonka, uh, they, they have having a 50th anniversary this week of the uh, un, the only unbeaten team ever in the NFL. He's, he's he said he's sweating in his shoes right now because the Eagles are currently employing the same, the same, employing the same formula that they used to get to that to uh, to, to be the only unbeaten team ever with power running game and play action pass and hitting and, and getting it done on the on de- defensively and offensively the way we're getting it done. So he's a they have a bottle of champagne each year that they wait to pop and they pop that bottle of champagne after the last team unbeaten team is beaten. He's he's kind of sweating right now. I, I heard him do an interview the the other day when they cause they actually going to do the uh, thing this week with the 50th anniversary. Rest Don Shula who calls Bill Belichick Bill Belichick uh rest his soul but that's one of the things that Mal may have been onto something, maybe onto something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. When you look at the schedule, it kind of sets it up for that. But um, just talk about Jalen Hurts and his performance last last oh on Sunday, 155 yards passing, um, on the ground. He put in 27, but he did he did for you uh hating ass uh uh running <laughs> running touchdown uh you know people hating against those uh scores. He did have two touchdown passes, one to A.J. Brown and one to Devontae Smith. I think his performance, like, you start seeing that, the trickery, how, uh, you know, the triple option of the what they're doing, the RPOs, they are putting defenders in a blender. They are picking, uh, you could say one of these, mm-hmm. you say pigeons out there, like, yeah, yeah, pigeons, you, have to yeah. play, you have to play sound technique and be very disciplined out there uh, the way that, they're they're deploying uh you know um Jalen Hurts out there. You look at look at Micah Parsons. I, obviously Micah Parsons has been very phenomenal over the last couple of years. Uh yep. but they were leaving that man unblocked and they were pulling had guards pulling. Uh he was getting uh pin, he was getting uh punched in the mouth by even your boy Suamalu. Um, Suamalu, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they had a lot of guards pulling, and uh, I think uh, they had him in a blender. I, I like that play from AJ Brown. Uh, you know, he had him. He, he's like, do I do I do I go after Jalen or do I go after AJ Brown? You know, they put him. They set him up. What'd you guys think of that? I mean, it, it, regardless on however he played his, you know, his scheme that 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 night, he didn't he didn't have his best game against us. These Cowboy fans are, you know, 
speaking like, oh, you know, he he got lucky. You know, what I mean, he was doing his thing on on the, at the end of the game. Think about what you're saying. Think about what you said. You know that that was when Lane Johnson went down. When Lane Johnson wasn't in there, yeah, you know, Michael Parsons was making a difference. If Lane Johnson had stayed in that game that whole t- that you know the whole game, bro, you weren't going to hear Michael Parsons' name at all, at all, because he was <laughs> shutting that shit down. Mm-hmm. All right, um, you know these guys. You know, Ev, you, you talk about like in that third quarter, you didn't have nothing to worry about. Well, bro, being in that building. And Gail could vouch for this. I was losing my mind seeing those guys <laughs> coming back, and, and, ah. and because because it was off the same fucking play, the same yeah. play they kept running the same play on us, yeah. and that shit was upsetting. Like all I kept on thinking about is Gannon, like all the shit Holly yeah. says about Gannon, all the shit the followers say about Gannon, all the shit that we say about Gannon. Like yo, just get it together. Shut this shit down. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? I didn't understand. I mean, it was a bootleg, bootleg, bootleg. Yeah. Whether if it was to the right, to the left, it just kept on happening. It kept on. I mean, bro, not for nothing. The past two weeks, I've counted seven, 16, 17 attempts, 16 successful uh, plays bootleg. against us on the bootleg. Yeah, and that shit really needs to get. You know that that was that was my only worry. Ev. Yeah, I told myself. I told myself we are not losing this game. But we gotta fix this shit. Yeah, we yeah. gotta fix this shit. And, yeah. and I was snapping on Gannon. And I mean, this man was mad as hell, bro. I, I had was. to calm him down. I, I, he, he did have to calm me down. And then, and then the Cowboy fan that I, I'm, I'm trolling the whole damn night. You know what I mean? It gave him the opportunity to talk shit to me. So that's why it pissed me off even more. Because he's like, "Yo, you quiet now? You know, you quiet?" And I'm like, "I'm here. I'm here. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean?" But no, but, he did. But we came probably, back, we came back. Hold on, we came back right. and we ran that ball down their throats, you yeah. know. What I mean, to go ahead and, and get that finalized touchdown on them. And, and I tell you what, my man, yo, he, he he wasn't ready for me because all I kept on was like, <laughs> yo, 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 where you at? You know, what I mean, like, I, I don't hear you now, I don't hear you now, and all and I, everybody with the Dallas sucks. And then I had a, as soon as they stopped, I'm like, yo, 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 I think they talking to you. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think they talking to you, but it was it was a great night, man. I mean, it was just like the momentum, especially in that first half. That place was off the chain, and 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 that's what helped because we kept them we we kept the momentum throughout the whole game. The whole game, the the, the place was just electric, and you know, what I mean, I, and I know that played a big part that night. The, the part that I, I didn't like was uh, we didn't have uh, we didn't have our gap integrity, and that, that that's what you're talking about. We kept all, we kept on getting out of our gap. Versus the run, and it, it, I felt like it was due to the guys' pad level. My my, my guys up front, the pad level, and they, them not recognizing. It's sometimes uh, the coach can't do much on, on on bootlegs. As a defensive line, as a defensive front, you have to see what we call elephants on parade. Elephants on parade is when they give you that fake ass play action fake, but they're not leaving the line of scrimmage because he's going to come out of there. You have to see them going right down the line of scrimmage instead of coming off and hitting you. I felt like as for and our, our pad level was so damn high, and they they've been uh, not not Dak, but uh, what's the boy's name Ezekiel Elliott. The 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 tackles we were missing missing on him. I just felt like it was just like I'm like come on, we we needed we needed to, we needed to run some run blitzes, which would have which would have took us to stop it. It's gonna that's what it's gonna take to stop the play action fake and the uh, and the bootleg setup. I just didn't like the way that we we were uh, deployed against the run. And you're correct, Jonathan Gannon didn't do anything in that drive, but I felt like the uh, secondary was going to make some adjustments, which came about on the third pick. You saw the, you saw the adjustments that, that this, my, 
like my safeties, my safety he came up and he made that pick. When you look, when you look at it, the uh the thing that I think that galvanized this game and let me know that they were not going to beat us was the first two picks in the first half. <clears throat> you come out and you throw those type of those type of picks early on, it puts your team behind the eight ball. And the other part, I know my boy Andrew is, is watching. Andrew said Andrew Andrew Hurst, he said this. He said what they did to uh what they did to Michael Parsons was they made him just like everybody else. And they treated him just like everybody else. We didn't make concessions to to put two or three people on him. And then when every when we was blocking everybody else, they was like, Well, this is where Micah normally makes a play. No, we treated that chump just like he was a, just like the rest of y'all. He was a chump just like y'all. And we kicked y'all ass up and down the field. I had no concessions. I knew I knew when they scored that they didn't have it, their defense didn't have an answer for what we were doing to them. Like you said, Michael Parsons had to make a decision. He had to make a decision whether to come get the quarterback or drop back because he could he could he could try to keep up with the other with the real number eleven, but he, but he, he wasn't gonna do that. And he wanted the quarterback, so it, it was it was never a, I was ne- I never wavered against us kicking their ass as, because they don't know how to close and they and they and they were just gonna make excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. So. If if there's one thing that I can just shed some light on to, to maybe ease the pain of of uh, us hating on Jonathan Gannon right now, and get, don't get me wrong, that that was pathetic what happened in the third quarter with that coach. <laughs> Twelve point drive, really? Yeah, but but let's but let's look at this. The Eagles' del- uh, defense, the last five straight opponents, have held their opponents to seventeen points or fewer. Seven points, eight points, fourteen points, seventeen points, seventeen points, respectively. Um, it has been since 2009 since they had a five-game stretch where they did the the same feat. So, I mean, listen, I, I understand that the way that the game was played out, it seemed like we were losing it at one point. But I got to tell you, man, this this defense, Hollis, it's been solid the past. It's, I'm not, it's I'm been not, solid. I'm not, I'm not, what weeks. I'm saying is I, I, I never felt like we were losing it. No, yeah. It, seemed, it, it, come, it, come, it, it just – the drives come at a, at a – <clears throat> to me, at a weird part of the game. Right, but it's, it's like it's it's kind of like this, and uh, me and you, me and you, Douglas, used to talk about this on the sideline every time. It's like we 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 know that they're going to make a bit of a not not even a run, but they're going to get some stuff going together. The other team is paid as well to play. We just got to minimize what they do. We got to put our foot in their ass, and then the offense has got to turn around and back us up. That's how that's what a team is about. That, so it, I was glad that the offense came out there and put their foot in their ass like they did to give the defense time to to re, to, to recoup. And to, and to see what went wrong. Because you see, when we came right back after, we were able to get a pick right away because they tried to go back to the well too many times, the same thing. And our, our defensive line was able to make some concessions and make him throw faster than he wanted to, which made him throw the floppy disk and my boy C, uh, C, and my boy Chauncey get, get another, his third interception. So Exactly. Uh, well, I, that, that's, I mean, that, that brings me up to my next point, is that um, I think the elephant in the room this entire year is the uh, is the turnover differential? I mean, you look at the Eagles are plus twelve right now. We yep. have nine interceptions, five fumble recoveries, and we have have we have two interceptions that we have thrown. So that's plus twelve. The next closest team in turnover differential is plus four. Um, so that that to me is the biggest stat of the entire year so far. The Eagles are winning these games because this defense is creating turnovers. I mean, you, the if DBs. You just, What's that? Yeah, I mean the DBs the secondary. Exactly. We didn't have we didn't have the same kind of secondary secondary last year. And, and I, I and love what it's showing. And I love what the Shea says here, where he's talking about uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson has three interceptions. The Saints that that gave him away 
they have won oh, as a one. team. Yeah. Howie yeah. is the that's, man. That's, 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 that's very key, man. And I, the I, I got oh, sorry, guy. I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but I just have to finish by saying CJ is growing into one of my favorite Eagles quickly on this squad, man. Not only is he a baller out on the field, I just love his mentality, dude. I love when he, in the post-game press conference and he's being asked about his hand, he's like, nah, don't worry about it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He just, wants and, to, and he, he just wants to go out there and win. Exactly. I love and, that and, and that was the one thing that, that, that I was really, you know, um, excited about, you know, and I appreciate it. The fact that he didn't sat out, you know I mean? He found a way to come back into that game. I mean, bro, when Kayvon Wallace, was he avoided out there, getting x-rays. Uh, uh, I, my, my thought process was he didn't get x-rays on purpose. Cause they would have been like, nah, you can't go back. Yeah. But listen, when Kayvon Wallace is in there again, oh, Gail could vouch. I'm, I'm losing my shit, bro. Run no. the, way, the way he's running the route to make the tackle and everything, miss the tackle. It was just like, oh uh, yeah, Ang- he's Ang- like, angle, angle pursuit his was angle way off. Pursuit was <laughs> far god awful. Where was yeah. Reed Blankenship, man? Like I would have rather yeah, seen him out re- there than Kayvon yeah. Wallace. Yeah, what happened to Reed? I, 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 yeah. I thought he was. I don't know. He's, don't know. he's has better angles than Kayvon. K- I was like, I, and I think, uh, I think uh, Chauncey saw that too. He's like, oh man, we got a. It's like we got a we got this clown. I I don't need an X-ray. I'm going back out. Yeah. Uh, to go back to the uh, Ed's point, just a bit being about like this defense, man. This defense uh, during the off season. It's one of the things that I mentioned about, like you know, and and Fletcher Cox had made mention of it about getting those opportunities for offense. They knew last season they didn't give enough opportunities um, as a defense for their offense, and now they're that now that they're doing it. I feel like. It's a perfect scenario for Jalen Hurts, a guy who can um, – you give him a, a couple extra, a uh, couple more drives, It's you know, and it's been it's been showing. Like, yeah. you get these defenses tired, they get them in a blender. By the end of the fourth quarter, they're just doing the same thing over and over. Look, you go back to Detroit. You go back to uh, – you go back to uh, Arizona in the, in the fourth quarter. Uh, now you go back to this game. Perfect opportunity to uh, – just let them know. Let them know what it's all about. Let them know what this running game is all about. That takes the will away from some of these defenses, you know. And I feel like as we go on and on, I'm looking at the matchups, and I'm like, we match up uh, supremely well against these other teams coming in, and that's where Across I'm board. feeling great. I'm feeling great. Yeah. And then again, you, you talk about the clamps we talked about. Right. Darius Slay and Bradbury are playing phenomenal ball out there. I feel like. That's we. There, there's yeah, there's more to that too, too, man. I mean, can we can we talk about an, another yet another elephant in this room that that What's no that? one is is addressing, and yeah. that is the fact that? that I mean, like, how hype were we that we drafted Nicobe Dean? And then, like, who comes off the field right now to, to put N'Kobe Dean in? These linebackers are absolutely balling right now. When was the last time as Philadelphians, as Philadelphia Eagles fans, we've looked at our linebackers and be like, man, we're too deep. When was when when does that ever happen? Like, dude, that, that is a that is a phenomenal a, problem to have. All right, a good uh, again, a good problem to have. Exactly. Nicobe's yes. in the Nicobe's in the in the bullpen right now, getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and I have no yeah. doubt that if Nicobe needs to be leaned on for injury purposes or whatever, that he can step in and it'll be seen. Yep. That's Jordan, I, I, Jordan I, I Davis getting warmed up. Yeah, Jordan Davis is getting warmed up a little bit. It's like, but it's like just like I was saying, the uh, angles that Kevon Wallace was taking, I, I still don't know. Why we kept him over the other guy, but uh, he I feel like he we when he gets in there, he's kind of he just can't get he's been trying, but he just he just doesn't get it. And uh, but I, the other part of it was I feel like my, my guys up front 
the pad levels get too high, especially interior interior guys. The pad levels get too high because a lot of times it, we we get into this rut of watch of a, a team passing all the time, and so instead of playing the run first, you play the run on, on your way to the pass, but you still got to destroy the blocker in front of you, <clears throat> and we're not using our hands, getting off the blocks violently like 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 I was telling you guys, I wanted the, the young guys to to employ the only one that's really doing it. Is number ninety five. You see him. You see him making a lot of plays, and that's why. Yo, and he's in there, and his playing time is by far like way up there. And it's just like, wow. I mean, he is definitely a playmaker. He definitely makes a difference on that line. Watching him play on Sunday, making uh, you know, I mean, he was he was doing his thing. So you know, I know we've been questioning like, you know, is what's going on? Is he the go to guy? Like we we've been seeing him a whole lot. Yo, he's answering our questions on a weekly basis because he is doing his thing. So I'm 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 all for it. Didn't answer yeah. our questions and talk to prospect. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't answer our questions and win. Talk to prospect. We tried to get him lined up for an interview before he got drafted, but yeah. we, were, we weren't able to get things lined up. <laughs> yeah. Can't get them all. Can't get them all. <laughs> I know. You know. It's okay. Now uh going 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 to yes, your offensive yep. yeah, two two pillow two pillow two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a cool kid. To, I like him. Going to your offensive MVP for this game, who, who would that who would that be? We'll go. We'll start with the uh, Alice. Who's your offensive MVP? Man, the offensive MVP is got to be the player of the offensive line. Uh, uh, when you look at it, uh, it was a tall order because he. Uh, if you look at the the way that the the Cowboys have been playing, the defensive line, especially Michael Parsons, the defense where they were talking they were talking crap. D. Law, you saw all the pictures of us standing over. Of over Demarcus Lawrence talking about weed and boys, uh, you saw you saw number ninety seven get pissed off because he was getting drugged, and then he jumps up after the whistle and tackles uh, Kelsey. I was like, if you use that same energy throughout the play, maybe you wouldn't have got your ass kicked. Uh-huh. So my MVP is the, is the offensive line for kicking their ass, even when even when my boy Lane Johnson went out. We said the offensive line still stood up and and, and they just whooped just whooped them like whooped them like cornbread batter. It's like you don't you don't get a you don't get the twenty the twenty six points that we got you don't get them without putting Michael Parsons on because I tell, I say it like this <clears throat> the uh, the Cowboys last game against the Rams the very one of the very first few plays tackle of uh, sack force fumble touchdown the defense is all all because of the defense line without blitzing and we we took that same that same defense and we kicked the ass the offensive line and I I still feel like. Without them, without them, there is no us. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm with Tank here, man. I, I I'm like there the ball was spread around kind of evenly. I mean, Jalen Hurts for 155 yards, two touchdowns. He had a great game, but like if I'm really looking at this, it's not the offensive line to me. It's specifically Lane Johnson. Uh, Lane Johnson held his own against Micah Parsons, uh, absolutely dominated him, and then you just saw what difference it was when he gets out of the game. So um, that to me, just just seeing that stark difference between when he's in and when he's out, truly. Proved to me what a, what an impact Lane Johnson made on that game. I mean, we talked about Lane Johnson and his lack of respect that he gets across mm-hmm. the league sometimes, and you saw it. You saw it uh, handily. I think you know Driscoll, and you know he comes in and gives you valuable snaps off the bench. But you know at times he he did have trouble against Mike, and that's to be understood. Um, you know what? Uh, somebody somebody tried to uh, try me when uh, they they brought Big Clinton back and had had him up. And I, and I was like, they was talking about he was better than Jake, Jack Driscoll. I was like, in what, in what, 
in what multi universe? <laughs> <laughs> you see, they put you see who they put in there when he went down. Yeah. They, nobody has confidence in that kid. He's just on the team because he's a first round draft pick. That's it. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to give him away for nothing. Because somebody's pretty soon, somebody's going to need an offensive lineman, and will be and how we will be there just like this. Here's your here's your here's your uh, candy wrapped piece of shit. I mean, yeah, I, just... I wish Hollis would stop calling me Big Pudding. Uh, quite frankly, I don't enjoy it or appreciate it. Uh, I got a little thug life in me, and you'll see it. I would have been playing already. I love how Hollis just powered through and kept on talking while he was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I will power through it. <laughs> um, uh, so did you, did you give your offensive MVP? Okay. So mate, no, no. I, I mean, I, I know you guys gave it to the offensive line, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the three-headed monsters, man. Uh, Scott, Gainwell, Miles Sanders, that last drive played a big factor. Yes, it had uh, a lot to do with that offensive line, but those guys, they they went 100% on every time that ball was handled, handed to them, all three of them. All three of them went straight in and did their things. I don't care if it was three, four yards, all that shit totaled up, and it got us that last that last touchdown that, you know I mean, I, I'm, I'm really grateful for because they came together and they played their asses off on that last drive. So, you know I mean, those, are gonna, those three – were my offensive MVPs the way they finished that last drive off? That's mm. nice. That's it. That is so a quality we, point. What, what do you got, Gil? Uh, so we had offensive line. Uh, Ab, you had Lane, who? Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. You had the running back. I go. I go with the wide receivers. The wide receivers. <laughs> I, I I I'd say are one A and one B. At the end of the day, when you try to lock down AJ Brown, you got Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith will eat up your number two. So I feel like. Week in and week out, those guys have been uh, they just set the tone, man. Like, how, how are you gonna cover those dudes? How, I mean, how, like, who are you gonna cover? Like, between, how are you gonna cover those dudes? Devontae and AJ, it's lights out, but I'm gonna be honest with you, Quez is kind of a Robin, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know, wow, I don't know about how much Ooh. Robin it just, is. I'm just saying, that, bro. What, what, like, he, he has the he has the speed that you have to, like, the defense has to respect it, and he right. it has the ability to stretch the field. But realistically, with the ball in his hands, he hasn't done much this year. Well, yeah, I'm going to say really he, he's a role. Yeah, he's a he's, I think he's a role player. So, I mean, in, yeah. in, in actuality, we know. Robin was a AJ, role player. Yeah, no, right, we, we, know right, that AJ, right, right. we know that AJ and Devontae are the Batmans. Exactly. But, but, that's, like, but the you, point was of what Darius said is we have no Robins on this team. I'm just saying, yeah, we do. If you if you ask uh, if you if you ask your quiz, is he a Robin? What do you think he's going to say? Of course, he's going to say no. He's going to say f you, Evan. You're a dumbass podcaster. You don't know shit. As exactly. Who never <laughs> played the game? <laughs> so, so he's, he's going to come here. What if he comes to the tailgate? He's like, Evan, your cheesesteak is Robin amongst the Batman's. Oh, you'd be you'd be upset, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah, I don't. See, but I don't, no, I don't, your cheesesteak is a Batman. Your cheesesteak is a Batman. How much money do I get paid to make cheesesteaks? The cheesesteak is the Batman, okay? <laughs> Amongst but, us. But 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 that's what but that's what that's what makes everybody Batman on this squad is because they feel like they should be number one. And when you when you build a when you build a team with um with this type of competition at every position, except for Kevon Wallace and uh and and, and obviously Big Pudding. Um everybody and when you ask everybody who's Batman, who's Robin, I'm Batman. <clears throat> and that and that in the and that in the sense where I don't know where I am, Batman. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh shout out to, it's, shout out 
shout out to Prime this week. Uh, he brought me down to this like swap meet flea market thing. This dude, Prime knows if you need something, Prime can get it for you. So he brought me to the space, had everything. Just you, you ask him, DM him where the place is. But I found a Batman for like 10 bucks. We are, we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna customize this into a swole Batman. Um, He's already like, swole. What do you mean? Wait, that would be pretty slow. Well, well the swole Batman, the swole Batman, you know who swole Batman is, right? AJ Brown. AJ, yeah. So if you just gonna put the eleven on him, I mean, I don't. It's not many more, more muscles you can put on there. I'm just saying. We're gonna we gonna put the eleven on it, and then we're gonna just, we're gonna no, change just, the Gail, face. Gail, Gail, just tell. We him change the stay face. Stay tuned. Just tell him. Stay tuned. tuned. Okay, stay, stay tuned. tuned. I say you're gonna paint the face brown. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, brother Batman, brother Batman. Can't know. Can't know. Can have a black Batman around here? I sure we can. Have at it. Have a, as, as, uh, <laughs> uh, so going on. Everybody going keeps, on. keeps me watching uh watching the baseball game and the basketball game at the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your defensive MVP, Mister Defensive Guy? Hmm. Let me see. Alice? I I got to go with Chauncey. Three picks, right place, right time. It was you know he only had two. Yeah, two three like, yeah, three on the year. Too. Yeah, it's three for the year, game. but two. Who got game. the third pick? That, 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 Gary Slay. Gary Slay. A big play. Oh yeah. And it but was you got to get. Yeah, well he he got the he got the uh, game clinching uh, pick. Mm-hmm. So you and then he got the other pick that was that was uh, that was clutch. Uh, you really got to give it to him because we didn't we didn't really have we didn't really have to do it that, that much else because they you know we were just kicking their ass so bad. But he but the the, the turnovers the, the first turnover the first two turnovers were the key. So, but I give it to him because he got that last turnover when it just like Prom said, they went to that same shit again that that fucking bootleg and he caught the second guy coming across. So, yeah. Chauncey, and that yeah. is CJ. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Alice. I mean, there's really no other answer you can give it to than Chauncey. I mean, he left it all out on the line the way he came back from injury, inserts himself back in the game, and then uh, gets himself another pick afterwards. I mean, you really can't overlook that, but uh, I do want to just show some love to uh, TJ Edwards, who was just flying all over the field, man. I mean, uh, 14 combined tackles. Dude nice. was absolutely, absolutely balling, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I just don't want him to get lost in the mix, but Chauncey Gardner is definitely the defensive MVP. My guy, man, I got to say, and, and I know you guys already gave it to two defensive backs, but I'm going to throw a third person in there. He made a play, and, I mean, I lost my shit the way – the play was was handled, and that was uh, Marcus Epps. I don't know if you guys saw the one pass that he dove and ended up. Yeah, yeah, the, the pass deflection. It was great. Bro, play. I have not seen these guys play like that in a minute. I have not seen the defensive backs play like that in a minute. And the way that man made an attempt to go ahead and knock that ball down, I, I was ecstatic. And then I said to Gail, and I was like, you know, I'm screaming the whole damn time. Now, that's a fucking play right there. That's what I'm talking about. So it was just like it was that play and then just seeing him, how he was hustling the whole game. I mean, he was shutting shit down his damn self. I mean, I know he didn't have a pick. And, you know, I mean, that definitely would have put set him to the top. But he didn't need all that. He, he played his game a different different way, and he played a big factor in that. So my my defensive MVP was going to Marcus Epps. Mm. 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 I was saying to call him Marcus Tips on that play. I was like, Marcus Tips. Right. Yeah, he was trying his hardest to go ahead and, and, and tweet that out, man. Oh, Wi Fi is dead in there, bro. Yeah, Wi Fi is dead in there. Well, you have to use your own Wi Fi. 
Oh, we were trying oh, all different types of shit. Trying everything. Yeah. Uh, so my defensive MVP obviously got to go CJG. Uh, he mentioned in the presser today, like um, just talked about some some maturity things and how he the coach spoke to him about um, and how he's kind of honed into the group. I feel like he said uh, being around the guys, it, it's kind of really, you know, just made him hone into uh, who he is as a player as well. Like I feel like you're around Bradbury, you're around Slay. I think Epps has elevated his game to all, all the Epps haters that, out, that were out there. I think uh, he's showing you what he, he's made of. Um, Chauncey was the guy that, you know, people were like, well, why are you so excited about Chauncey? I'm like, bro, I've wanted Chauncey since drafted. You can go check the tweets when he was on the board, mm-hmm. when guys like Clayton Thorson were there. Like, Chauncey, mm-hmm. just to see him here, we had, I asked for guys on the back end with range. He showed you that range on that interception. After, you know, going back to Ev's point, being hurt and all, he didn't. you didn't see it. Um, so hat tip to Chauncey. I think uh, he, he was also talking about Meek Mill and how that was his favorite rapper and how just seeing that Meek Mill was just performing at a game. He said, how crazy is that? Like going back to Hollis's point last week, talking about what, uh, you know, you know, Ray Rhodes told you about uh, yeah. having guys come what, in. Well, see, well, no, but that, I, that was different. We had Michael Buffer come in. Meek Mill is mm-hmm. from here. Meek Mill has been with the team before. So it wasn't it wasn't a surprise to me that he was there. That if like Michael Buffer is not from Philly, Michael Buffer is some random motherfucker who had a, who had a catchphrase. He's an Eagles that, that, fan though, isn't he? Who Michael you Buffer? Know, yeah, we flung against the Cowboys. I don't I don't know. Did I you know, know Michael Buffer was at Michael Michael Buffer was at the game too? Yeah, yeah, he he was? Was wearing Eagles gear. Yeah, you sure? It was funny. 100%. He was on the sideline. He was doing a gritty. He was doing a gritty dance. I was like, are you gonna say? Are you gonna say sorry? <laughs> Fuck no, but I'm gonna yeah. say you were right. What can I say sorry for? I don't, but I, I don't, it's like if he was that cool, but when it, when it, I didn't know that he was a uh, Eagles fan because he, he they pro- probably now because they, you know he used to get he, he gets a million dollars for saying his catchphrase each time he says it. <laughs> so so he, they paid him. Uh, that was when it was it was it was hot and uh, let's get ready to rumble the video game and stuff that came out on the. The not so popular Dreamcast. <laughs> what the fuck is he that, doing, really? Hey, he's doing the gritty. It's, it was his version of doing, you know, I mean, the gritty. The That's gritty. All. It's oh, the seventy-five-year-old white man's version was, of the gritty. Come on, but he was there. But he was there. <laughs> he was there. That that was horrible too. He was there. <laughs> he was there. I stand. I stand corrected. But he and Ty but from ATL chimes in. He says he was there. Yeah, it's like yeah, the and, funny thing. You know, the funny thing is, at the time. When, when we were playing against the Cowboys, even though he might have been there, he, he made concessions to come all the way to Philly and to say his catchphrase. <laughs> and then as soon as after mm-hmm. he said his catchphrase, Ray said, uh, Fat Team, we about to get our ass whooped. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Anytime you break out all the bells and whistles, Jerry Jones paid it. that. Jerry Jones covered that bill that day, so we were good. Yeah, probably more than likely. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know who also was there? Uh, shout out to Todd, uh, who's commenting right there. Uh, we bumped mm-hmm. into Todd outside the game. Yeah, me man, and, that was me cool. and Prime. Um, Hellgate Pro. He, he, he got he, in. He got in late, man. He got in late. He was he was pretty bummed out about that. Yeah. I was over at uh, at the gatehouse. <laughs> Watch the sip game on, with, uh, with sipping on private stock, even at, <laughs> sipping on, sipping on private, private stock and stuff. Private stock. So, so go, going back to the the tailgate, though, man. Um, I have to say that that was going down there. That was the craziest I have ever seen. Uh, the stadium like that. That, that dude, I'm telling you. I, I mean, I've been going. We're talking about getting in there. I'm like talking about getting in, in there. there. I'm, talk, I'm talking oh, about yeah. getting in. Get in there. Like yeah. da- oh, down at the stadium. What, what, I'm talking what, what, about what, what, five yeah. hours, six hours prior to kickoff. You weren't what, what able, time? like they shut down the lot. You weren't yeah, able to time, get in. What time did you guys go? Because I went I went uh, down at four and the lot was packed. I'm sorry. I, and you know, you know, you know, I was. No, we got, I went. I was, I, got, I was in the line at like 11, 30. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm, that's it, what I'm saying. The, the, at 2 o'clock, you were not able to get into the Wells Fargo lot in any entrance. I tried. And the, the entire lot was packed. I have never our seen DJ it like had, that. Our, I, had to, I had to park across in the Phillies lot and carry a fucking grill and a gas tank. And thank you, Prime, for helping me. <laughs> yeah, okay, just make it so. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, that, that freaking sucked. I'm not making that mistake again. Our DJ, <laughs> had, shout out to, uh, shout out to Loski. Yeah, had, I was like, I'm stuck. Loski had to pay $100 to slip hundred dollar bill to one of the security guys to get in. Like wow. I was like, I was like, bro, come on, man. It wasn't even that late. Um yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, I but think- when I when I drove when I drove by the Wells Fargo lot, uh I drove by at about four fifteen. It was jam- it was already jam packed and it was it was campers and everything set up, dude. I, yeah. I, I posted a, a small video of it. I was like, damn, the game is not it's still not for four hours. That's and what the, I mean. And everything I, I, was already is already everything was already set up, and I can see some people were already sauced. Oh yeah. Oh, well, shout out to Pug. Pugel's a real MVP because he's the guy that held down spots. I said, "Get out of the car." <laughs> I was like, uh, "He he ran over there, sprinted over there, held the spots." Uh, shout out to Chris Chris from VA who also was down there early. We had made cones yeah, that we could put out there. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the real MVPs. Uh, shout out to Puga back in El Paso. Uh, it was good to see you guys. Uh, it was it was crazy, man. That was it was dope. It was a dope tailgate. I mean, there's also shout out to uh, a lot of you guys that are in the comments that showed up and, and showed support. You know, uh, there was Adam. Shout out to everybody for going for making it for making it, just making make it making it uh, making it a uh, shit show for the Cowboys. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, all man, the Cowboys, they, and all the Cowboy uh, lovers. Shout out to uh, what one of the real MVPs of the day too in uh, Jennifer Slay because I had a cheesesteak line like no other. I, I'm talking like 
50, 60 people deep, and I did not have 50, 60 sandwiches to hand out. And as soon as that, uh, as soon as the last of the uh, of the cheesesteaks were cooked, and I, I turned to the people, I was like, listen, I got nothing left. Uh, in walks Jennifer Slay with an entire tray of uh, banana pudding. So I just yeah. kind of oh, cool. pushed that entire line over to her, and I was like, they're your problem now. <laughs> so I'm, try- I'm trying to say- serve banana pudding with a plastic spoon. I was like, bro, we need you. We need to get some utensils, some forks and yeah, utensils. Yeah, 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 then yeah, you, then you ask me for the spatula, and I'm like, this he's thing's asked, all onioned I'm, up, bro. And he's asking me for the knife, and I'm like, we're doing cheesesteaks over here. Come on, well, man. What do you want well, to I do? didn't have that problem, but I went over, and uh, I got some of the tender, most tender, delicious uh, from the calf barbecue guy, kid. Oh, he up. had some tender, delicious pulled pork that he had slow roasted for eight hours. Mm. And they also had that delicious – I don't know if you guys have had his uh, – he takes cheese its and uh, goldfish and smokes them on the barbecue pit with a with a uh, with some seasoning. Changed my life. You need to check that shit out. It's delicious. Really? Trust me. Yes. And I, I was that sounds I, like a Evan, recipe Lil Lucky would come up with. Evan, <laughs> Evan, 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 Evan I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, give me this shit. Yeah. That good, huh? Damn. Damn. So is he using it as like the breading for like? Uh, no, he's like- not using any breading. He's just he's uh, putting it on like a. Uh, a steel tray on the smoker and, and put it on the pit and gotcha. then kind of like picking it and then sprinkling the uh he's got some type of uh barbecue season he smokes smokes into it and makes makes it delicious i gotta try it out but he mm-hmm. but the pork but he had pulled pork he had slow roasted for eight hours so uh but then they there was another company came in with some tender delicious ribs that uh that would fall off the bone delicious <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to. I may be trying to speak this into existence, but uh, coming back from the bye week, uh, Juggernaut Alex uh, Levine, friend of the show, he was yeah. he was he was feeling a lot of FOMO, uh, not attending that tailgate. <laughs> he was telling me, "Man, I got to come to the next one." So uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, might, have, know. might have some more uh, good eats. Two weeks. Tender, yeah, delicious meats. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah. Pause, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's your fa- that's your favorite word, delicious man. Tender, tender, delicious, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna start calling you delicious. No, no, no. That, what if I'm down the street? What if I'm down the street? And you gotta yell it out. You gonna call hey, another man delicious? Hey, hey no, delicious. delicious. Come over here. Try some of this meat. <laughs> No, nah, but it, it was uh, you know, the, the uh, the coolest, the coolest thing was um, I ended up I didn't I didn't go in the game like you guys did, but watching the game and um, and you, you could pretty much you could just feel like I could hear the stadium behind me, so you could like feel all the energy coming out, and you want that when you're playing a Cal Turd team, uh, especially uh, the the part that I think some people think that my animosity is misplaced, but when you constantly talk about a mediocre team that gets their ass kicked on a year year in and year out basis. Um, and they constantly put them up at the forefront and try to call them America's team. As I switch shades with my, uh, the American team is uh, the Eagles. As I switch to my, uh, to my, as I, you know, with the eagle above me, because the uh, the bird is is the United States bird, the state the state bird. But they always make concessions and find a way to talk about these bums. And and Helen, that's right. Des Bryant lost a bunch of money. And he mm-hmm. should have lost a bunch of money with his punk ass. Let's what go, one nothing. Let's yeah. go. Hey, yeah, it's a, I'm not. I knew I wasn't the only. I knew I was the only motherfucker watching the Sixers. And oh the, and no, the not game. at all, bro. Not at all. This is what we <laughs> do, wow. man. Wow. No, so everybody, yeah, we just got. Oh, nice. Oh, 
I had to exit velocity on that. Whoa. Oh man, see now you're gonna make me I'm I'm trying to do you're a losing focus and losing focus. Uh, no, 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 it's good vibes, man. It's good vibes, man. Like, this somebody, is what it's somebody, about, bro. Somebody said, Why do you have on the shades? I was like, So you can't see my eyes peering at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but man, because the picture the picture that we're going against currently, he's a He's one of those top-notch oh, yeah. uh, aces, oh, yeah. but we just we just took him to the yard. That's it. I mean, uh, they were talking about on the radio um, on 97.5 uh, just the other day that if you think about, like, we might be entering a, a era of Philadelphia sports that we haven't seen for decades, man. He was talking about the era essentially from 76 to 84. Yeah. Um, when the Flyers, you know, they, they had their Stanley Cup wins. The uh, Phillies, they won the World Series in 80. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl in 80. The uh, Sixers end up uh, winning the championship in the early um, 80s. Dude, I mean, like, the way that all of these teams are trending up, I feel like we are we're, we're in gearing up for a once-in-a-lifetime t- type of event going on here, man. The Roaring Twenties. Yeah. We're back. I'm just, I'm just trying is- to figure out how I'm going to go ahead and, and- – Get all make all my time for all these uh parades, <laughs> parades. <laughs> coming, bro. Just yeah, don't they, that, I, I, I said that on uh, I said that on Twitter the other day. I was like, listen, there was people that were upset after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, just talking how Eagles fans are insufferable, blah blah blah. <laughs> don't let us win two championships in one year. Don't, I'm telling oh you, don't right let now. us go, don't let us go, don't undefeated. let us win three. I'm telling you, you will don't never let, hear the end of don't it. Don't let us go undefeated, don't but let us I win think, the Super I think Bowl. This. Don't let us win the World Series. Don't let us win the NBA championship. It's, yo, it's going to be endless. <laughs> I think yo, there's I, any fan base right now, though. Mm, I think there's any fan base. If you, if you look at it, but we actually, I take that back. We're gonna, we would be insufferable if we go undefeated and win a title. And oh, then, our, oh, and then we make. You we think make I'm going to shut the hell up until the next Never. Super Bowl? I won't. I don't care if we if we don't win a game the following year. I'm not sure. Yeah, I would I would commit to wear Eagles gear for the rest of my life. Just so Ev, Ev, just so Ev's gonna come on the pod eating horse shit. He's like he's gonna be the oh, new God. horse shit guy. Uh, oh God, man! Did you guys you guys see the AJ Brown? They they interviewed him after, and he he just kind of like it's 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 just nice to hear players just talk about the atmosphere of playing yeah. in front of Philly fans, the environment. The, the passion level. Uh, he talked about being in this atmosphere. He's like, it was like a playoff type yeah. event. He's like, I have never played in such an event. This guy's played in some, he's played in some plays, some playoff games. And he's like, you could just see the look on his face. And I, I, I think, uh, I just uh, that's a hat tip to all you Eagle fans out there, man. Just super passionate. Well, I mean, like, let, let's let's call a spade a spade here. When it's great, it's great. When it's bad, it's bad. Uh, like but, I, all, but, all but, the players right now are basking in the glory, and they should be because everyone, every one of these teams is playing well. But uh, we let them hear it as soon as that doesn't happen, man. But that's <laughs> I mean, the beauty of it, F. Yeah. F. But that's the beauty of it. If you're a player and you can play. You you know you know that you know when they when they're booing when you got when the fans boo yeah I got something to boo about y'all not just booing just for the hell of it mm-hmm. I was like but when you but when you give them something to cheer about they will cheer you on to kingdom come so let, the, you, go ahead. let let me ask you a question so mm-hmm. uh, I remember very specifically uh, the first game after we won the Super Bowl we played the Atlanta Falcons we came mm-hmm. out slow in the first half they got booed into the tunnel. Right, the, the first game after winning the Super Bowl, warranted yeah. or not warranted as an ex? Warranted, 
What this is a what have you done for me lately, Lee? The fuck Nothing. if you if you dude, it's like it's kind of like we were talking to, we were talking before the show, and I don't I still don't know how the fuck that the Denver Broncos got three primetime games this early in the fucking season. Oh they my god, I think they got year. five total. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah, and it's they and, and they stink. And it, and the the thing was is a lot of people are talking about what's wrong with Russell Wilson, what's wrong with the team and stuff. But you see the guys in the in the locker room, Russell he comes with a lot of accolades. He didn't get those accolades there. You have to prove it now. You have to prove that you still got it. You yeah. haven't done shit yet. You haven't done shit in a different Broncos uniform. And that's what and, and that's what and that's you have to prove yourself to the fans year in and year out. Y'all not y'all spending hard earned fucking money to come watch our goofy ass play a game. And if you if you can't get your ass out the club, off off the strippers. Uh, <laughs> off, off, off you the think dance. Russell Wilson's messing around with strippers? Come on. <laughs> Uh, I, he's, a, he's a holy roller. Okay, and I've seen a lot of holy rollers. And I've seen them in the, I've seen them in the wrong place, in right, the wrong right, capacity, yeah. sir. He's, remember who his wife is. That's true. Yo, I mean, he's, got, he's got great taste. Wife. He's got I great wanna, taste. I want to I want to answer some of these questions. A lot of people are asking. You right, know I mean, if I'm ready for all these parades, let me make something real clear. You guys, you guys see my bet, my big boy back here. That's where it all started. But yes. <laughs> I am ready for every single parade. You see the Phillies one here. All right. You see the Phillies one here. All right. You see the Sixers one here. The Sixers one is here. Boy, I like that. Yep, okay. I like that. And then I got Jason asking me about a Stanley Cup. Let me tell you something, man. I've been trying my hardest to get into the into the hockey. All right. I'm I love hockey. I'm trying to convince the fourth and John to get into hockey. You know what I mean? You don't but like I hockey? Am, I am Dude. always ready. All right. Oh, As I love, you can see, I, love I am like always ready. Do you like hockey? It's not that I'm not into hockey. It's just of no, the, no, no, of the four that, right, major right, right. sports. It's just my least favorite. I mean, I, come on, we ain't got like we ain't got just, no time for hockey, bro. That's, that's more Gale than me. I got I got I got time for Tortorella. I like the new head coach. <laughs> I, 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 I love him. I've always been a Tortorella fan. I've always been a fan. Besides the playing the Rangers, I mean, coaching the Rangers, I've always been a fan. Eagle sessions, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days a year. Oh, always Eagles. Um, I, I just want to go back. One, I, I just want to go back to one point about you guys talking about uh, the growth, sort of. Or Kayvon yeah. Wallace. Kayvon uh, Wallace. He's, he's Kavon, the growth. K- 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 he his tweet. Can we? And a lot of people talk about some of his tweets. His recent tweet was, "Y'all expect me to be great, so I can't be mad. It's all love. I love you Thank all. You. That that's almost that's, maturity for him. That's the lesson. That's, that's a mature I like that tweet." tweet. I like that tweet. But no, it's not. It's not maturity. He know he gets it. It's like everybody who who had their ass on their shoulders talking about y'all just criticize. Motherfucker, you giving us something to criticize you about? Take the criticism <laughs> and get better. Chill, bitch your ass out of here. Don't nobody. Yeah. I don't want to hear you bitching them on it. You, you don't bitch them on on Tuesday morning. You know what Tuesday morning is? That's when you go pick up that check. Uh, you, you you aimlessly go pick up that check without regret. Shut the fuck up and take the criticism. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, yo, Hollis. What's the what's the worst criticism you got from a fan that where you got you got very annoyed and he took it to heart? I know, I've never I've never taken anything that if if somebody gives me some uh, critique, <laughs> I always I always take it's, it's, it's I always take it in. in there. You got to throw, 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 throw it in there. there. It is. And you know he's following right, he's following behind me because look, look how unbothered Jay, though. Yeah, because <laughs> Jason, because because Jason Devine had the fucking uh, he had the fucking rule book and was. He was on the field. They were yeah, on the field with his team. I'm like, won't let that go. I'm no, because he, he wouldn't let. He's like, it says right here in the rule book. I was like, but you won't give us the rule book, Dick Cheney. But not. It's like it, it's kind of like when the when a fan when the fan gives you critique, it's like you take it with a grain of salt because they pay to they pay to come see you play. 
I'm, but that it's not. But it's, I think some guys feel like they're telling you how to do your job. They're not telling you how to do your job. They tell you what you didn't do, and they they know what you're supposed to do, but they tell you what you didn't do, and you can nah. either accept it or get into a different field because it's, it's never going to change. It's the truth. We're not telling him how to do the job. We're just telling him do, do your job. Do your job. <laughs> yeah. Like do just your do job. your job. That's it. No, I mean, yeah. and, and that's, and I don't mean to dogpile on Kayvon Wallace, but like it's, it's great that he is showing maturity and acknowledging that he needs to be better. But that's only half the battle, man. Now you need to go be better. Um, you don't get a pat on <laughs> see, the back just for saying the right thing. Exactly. You get not, a pat on the see, back that, for doing the right thing. But see, but see, now, now this is where you, you know you got to give him a chance to go do the right thing. Hundred percent. He said the right thing, but see, you just added the part where if he came back after he didn't do the right thing again and, and say, yeah, you keep saying the right thing, but you're not doing the right thing. That, and what is this, his third year? He should yeah. be the guy about now. This is what, It's like he, he's going to be a special teams demon pretty much the rest of the day. You know who you – know uh, I'm still not taking anything back. Singleton, I, saw, I watched Singleton play. I was Last like, what was, all this, uh, what was all this tenacity at when you were here? I you saw him play. I saw him play last night, and he he had a game, man. He had yeah. a game. What he about game. what about a guy like Nelson Aguilar though? It took him like five years to snap into snap into focus. I mean, it's not like he stayed in focus for very long, but right. I mean that that uh, that Super Bowl year, dude, he was crucial. Hey, as long as he got us that five. Super Bowl, that was your five, mm. bro. Cool. But you, you know, you know, the funny part about about that is like that next year. When uh, you know, when he missed that that, that touchdown, that clear touchdown pass yeah, yeah. to uh, Atlanta, and uh, uh, I was there. I remember it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I was there too. I was like, "Son of a bitch, he's going back to his old school stuff, huh, <laughs> motherfucker?" But it's like, hey, it's somebody else's problem. I was like, it's like one of those things where you think that somebody gets it, but then they revert back to what they're doing, and then you know, just realize that's what they're going to be. You right. count on them for the most part. I was like, but you can't, it's not in, in that kind of time for the most part, you got to hold your nuts when you throw it to him because it's like, is he going to catch it? Oh, okay, okay, he caught it. But then you got to realize the routine catches, he's probably going to miss one of them. Kind of like the uh, uh, C.D. Lamb. I was mm-hmm. laughing because um, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp was talking about him. He's like his favorite candy bar is Butterfingers. And <laughs> <laughs> they were playing against the Giants and one hit him like right in his fucking hands and it went clean through. And I couldn't stop laughing. Because the next thing you know, he was catching a one-hander in the end zone. Mm. It's like he, so he's kind of in essence, he's kind of like a defensive back can't make the def- the routine catches, but the but the uh, the ones with the high degree of difficulty, they make like their routine. So yeah. it, it, it was just pretty funny to me. Uh, just uh, real quickly, um, getting back to the game, one more point that I wanted to uh, kind of make uh, that was another clear difference maker in the game to me um, was the penalties. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Cowboys fans will tell you that they got screwed, but I, the way that I look at it is the Eagles played much more disciplined football than the Cowboys did. Um, and yeah. and then they're going to sit here and say they got screwed, but then they they go out, they're, they're uh, you know, attacking Kelsey. You, get, you have right. the – Trayvon Diggs having a full-on temper tantrum in the end zone. Yeah, after, in the end zone, and that yeah, should have been taking his taking his helmet off. Helmet I mean, off. If, you, if you just look at the 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 word of the law of the NFL, yeah. if you take your helmet off on the field, that's a penalty. So I don't well, know. Not what you guys that, are if you take your, if you if you take your helmet off in anger, the way he took it up when he threw yeah. his temper tantrum. Not only that, they got away with a lot of hold, fucking holding calls. That I'm because that, and I, I said this. The Eagles and, and did. I, you're saying. Pre- no, no, talk about with the the uh, cowboy, the cowgirl, yeah. yeah. Because that offensive line come out like this. If you can't see my hands, that you're already primed to hold, prime. You right. see that? They come out, they come out like this, but like this, but hands like this. They they were grabbing our guys, hugging them like like it was Thanksgiving. 
I, I hate that shit. And that, that's why I say you got to be violent with your hands and make the referees make those calls. Because right now, I, I, I saw a show where Troy Vincent was explaining that they're backing the, the officials on the uh, 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 the roughing the pass for penalties. And I, I don't, I don't. It's like Troy is my boy, but I can't back stupidity. That's an embarrassment to the game. The roughing the penalty, uh, pass the penalties that we saw over this past weekend, uh, and and even even one of the ones in the game in the in the game. It's like, what what the fuck do you want the uh, defender to do? But he, it's like it, it's a basic tackle, and, and they talking about something. He's whipping them down on the ground. <clears throat> Isn't yeah, he the highest paid fucker on the on the team? Yeah, and he can't take a textbook tackle. I, I they need to get rid of that right now. But yeah, those, uh, those penalties were uh, Dallas had ten to the Eagles yeah. two to seventy two yards. They gave the Eagles to our ten. And uh, to Bob's point here, uh, he's right. I mean, CD Lamb did have that first down, but uh, Mike McCarthy screwed up big time. He, yeah, I, I, I do. I do want to. I, I do want to give a hat to to um, Sirianni. I don't 100%. think we talk about uh, talk about him enough. I think. Um, yeah, fuck you. You know, you, know, you talk about uh, you. You go all the way back to his uh, his flower speech and all the all the. Uh, you got ridiculed for that. You talk about um, the beat I Dallas shirt. You know, I think uh, the progression. That, that's the thing that you like to see in your players, obviously in your young coach, who's, I think he's coming into his own. Um, I felt like, you know, even him being chipping on the sideline and Fletcher Cox being behind him, like, okay, coach. I, I like that. I think he's got this guy that got this team going the right direction, heading into the bye. You know, sometimes, you know, your, your team's a little lumped up, got some losses under your belt. You got a six and zero team, you know, there's, you know, there, some guys have got injured and then come back. It's a perfect time for a buy. I think the the messaging. What do you think the messaging is from uh, Coach Sirianni to this team going into the buy? To to me, uh, it would just be reiterating what he said a few weeks ago. I mean, this is this is a seventeen round fight, and uh, we're we're six rounds in right now. You just got you just got to settle down in the corner. We got a nice little uh, nice little break. Wipe off the blood. Wipe off the sweat. And get up fighting for we uh, for round seven, man. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty much that's pretty much the you know the best way to go ahead and put it, man. Like, yeah, take this bye week and enjoy it. Relax, relax the body. You know what I mean? Because we got nine more rounds to go. Um, you know, and we got one focus, and that's to get all the way back to the top. So, yeah, just take the time, enjoy it. You know, be smart, be safe, and you know what I mean. Let's come back and let's just pick up where we left off, and then be even more aggressive. You know what I mean? We talk. Week in and week out that we leave a lot on the table. Now it's time to gather all that that's left on the table and bring it out, man. Because you know, what I mean, we got we got to see those three teams in our division one more time, and we got mm-hmm. some, you know, we got some good competition coming up. But I'm gonna go ahead and reiterate, and I probably speak for all of us when I say I'm not scared of nobody the rest of the way, nobody, nobody at all. So now come back, you know what I mean, and let's go ahead and let's run this table like we've had planned on doing. Uh, my, yeah, I my thing is the first. Oh, good. Oh, I, I, no, I, 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 I think he came out and said, "Let's uh, let's uh, go over the mistakes we we made in this past game. <clears throat> Put that one behind us. Be safe. Not be safe. Remember what you remember. What the goal is, because everybody has a goal to win the Super Bowl at the end. But you take it one step at a time. The bye week is just another step of being. Of, let's get back healthy. Let's get let's get back and, and sew up some of the things that we haven't had time to sew up." As far as like the stakes and uh, and, and and becoming an air free team, 
and, and pretty much that's pretty much it. Health is is, is going to be the main thing, and stay and stay the fuck out of trouble. Don't go, don't go do nothing fucking stupid. Don't, no, yeah. you, you know. And if you do, that. have Dom on speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you got to have Dom on speed dial, but you should. It's like, but but you you know, relax and enjoy enjoy the start. But know that we're not we're not we're not done. We're not done. BDP, we're not yeah. done. <laughs> I think I think he's got these guys. Uh, Firing on all cylinders. I think the uh, the mental part of uh, the game. I think he's he's really getting into the into their heads about uh, h- how to you know because you you got a, a championship you know level team in here. There's a lot of we talked about the Batman's in here, and we talk about the egos and the egos in the locker room. I think he's got them all gelled together, and I think the one common denominator of like bringing them all together is Jalen Hurts. I think his messaging. Um, to the team is is on point every week. I think uh, he's a guy that he 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 just he believes what he's saying, and I, I feel like the team is just really falling in line. So I think uh, overall, I think going into the bye, I think they got to feel good about themselves. I think uh, they got some time off, spend some time with some family. I think on the podcast, we might spend some time with the family. Any any big plans for the bye week? Ireland, 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 and uh, Scotland. I'll Ain't be going you over are there. fucking yeah, show off Friday. I leave Friday for uh for uh, Dublin, Ireland, and uh be going over there for some it's some Eagles fans over there, uh, a bunch of them over there. I was supposed to go before the pandemic, but uh, I'm going to um we they reset it for the Eagles bye week. Uh, my boy Ian, he's probably watching us, um, but he's like uh, but it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. I'll send back pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll it's hang out down. in the Irish section of Philadelphia. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, I'm not going to the Irish section of Philadelphia. Not not to like. I'm saying Ireland, myself because you know. I'm not going okay. to Ireland. <laughs> I, I, I got. I got to say the one thing that's definitely uh, great about this season and why I feel so confident because the stars are lined up for me. Especially, you know, being one to say that I really am confident that these guys were going to go six and zero, and they proved it. And then now going into the bye week, it falls on my wife's birthday. So there's no Eagles being involved. There's no tailgating being involved. There's no me going away being involved. <laughs> so I, I, can play the, I can play the perfect scenario and celebrate her birthday this year. No <laughs> issues, somebody, no problems. Somebody right. brown nosing. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You know I mean? You can call it whatever you want to. It's, I, I, I admit to it, but, I mean, it's just like it's set up perfectly. So, you know I mean? I plan on being with the wife, celebrating her birthday this weekend. And, um. You know, probably actually go and show my brother some love. You know, I'm since he's feeling down. You know, what I mean, <laughs> no, and, and no, go no, watch no, some no, 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 no. I mean, no, hey, talk. listen, man. Yeah, no, no, I, I want uh, brotherly love, brotherly be, love. Yeah, brotherly love. <laughs> just, just uh, clap when uh when, happy, the, when the Cowboys go to the Lions. Happy birthday, Adam. I don't know about your bro. He your bro got a nice little visit to the the link to watch it lose live last minute. We got some Bud Light tickets and. He came down and, and got to see his team lose live. So I, I'm pre- appreciate you watching your team lose. I love you, bro. I do love you. Uh, it's a shame that my niece had to suffer, bro. I saw her face. I was like, y'all get out of here. Y'all get out of here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, like that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's not about you know. It's about the, it's about how he's being how she's being raised. Uh, I'm going out Dewey Beach. Shout out to my girl. We're gonna go, go down and have a. Just chill time, man. It's you know, not like I could swim down there, but I just need some peace <laughs> and some quiet. After that last tailgate, bro, I can't even. I can't even. 
I just need some quiet. Bro, I was running around left and right. Um, I'm, I'm just geeked about like I just feel like we're on vacation right now. Like uh and we have uh the Phillies to support, they're one and oh right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're one one it's one up, they're one, one, one. one nothing. Yep, okay. one one nothing. Uh uh Bryce Harper home run. Six sixers are down by ten right now. Sixers are down yeah. by ten, but um yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, it's a bit of a buzz, but you know. One, one, one final thing before we, before we get out of here. Uh, we were just talking about Nick Sirianni and showing mm-hmm. him some love. Uh, I want to take a step back and look at it from a more macro lens. Um, let's acknowledge, and this tastes like vinegar coming out. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, well, God. But, really? Let's I know, like I a shitty take on Let's acknowledge oh, it. I'm let's about acknowledge... to take out my earpiece. <laughs> let's <laughs> acknowledge. Uh, the ownership, bro. I mean, let, oh, okay. Look. Now I thought she's going somewhere else. I get that. I love. No. I, I love my boy Jeff. Jeff is my guy. Uh, like, listen. Like when we first, the past two coaches that we hired, my initial thoughts was total goofball. Doug Peterson, <laughs> Nick Sirianni. I, my 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 first impression was this guy's a goof. Um, I've grown to love e- each of them. Uh, I lo- I loved Doug Peterson. He brought us our first Super Bowl. I love Nick Sirianni. He also brought in uh, Andy Reid, who was another all-time head coach. Chip Kelly is the one bad apple in that whole thing. So um, he listened to I you. Feel like you I said f- go get him. I I feel like we need to acknowledge <laughs> the fact that while I sit here and I feel like they don't do their due diligence when they go and get a new head coach, they actually do. Um, I I, I like the guys that they brought in. What say you, Gail? No, I think they I think they did a great job. I think uh I, I know I know that they got their their Fisher Price head coach, someone that they could you know <laughs> hey, that they, hey, they could show some respect to Mr. Six no, and O right now. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> as in like if you remember my Fisher Price uh phrasing that they, they have the training wheels on them that they can guide him to where they want to go. And I feel like they got their perfect match. Like not every head coach wants to come in here. And like have this. They got uh, their step. You cool. look. You look. Yeah. The word you're looking for is Stepford coach. Yeah, like you know, wife. they personally you know, they can control. If you if that's the word you're looking for, yes, they got a guy that they could control. But the the one the one thing that I will say is that that Howie is starting to get the picking of the players correctly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that you're not you're not just going after people with like guys who are fucking head scratchers. You're not going after the Danny Watkins, the fucking Andre Dillards. It's like that. People are like the the Jalen Reagan. How soon we forget that? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and you start you starting to turn that into gold, and you're starting and so coaches will want to come here, even though it's the like he said the Fisher Price because it's it's like it's unlike any other institution. But it it, it seems they 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 slowly but surely gotten it correct now. Because we're six and zero, winning winning covers all all the shit. With, uh, with I, roses, so. I do like I do like to think they have the, a nice little collective group, you know. Like I feel like they're in they they got a groove. Uh, if they you know they got the draft department uh, on the same page, that's the, that's a blessing. That's even better. Yeah. So I feel like because yeah, I don't want to see I don't want to see no more fake fist bumps in the fucking war room because we draft because we drafted Milton we, we drafted Milton and we should have drafted the kid out of NC State. I don't yeah. and then I and then the next day that guy is no longer there. Because he didn't do the fake fist bump, it's like, oh, he he took a leave of absence. Yeah, right. <laughs> man, look, I, I mean, a lot of people yeah, get caught up you, in the Harry Roseman buzzsaw, bro. You hear that? Yeah, you hear that, I, man? I, you hear that I, man talk about flowers all the time. At the end of the day, it's like I think he was pretty much talking about himself. I think he was talking about him being in his own garden, him blooming. You know what I mean? Like him, him actually getting the the fan base 
the coaching staff, the, the management to believe in him. So, I mean, like, I, that's how I look at it. I mean, we had to give it time. I mean, we we were all, you know, we had all our ups and downs about him. But, I mean, right now, the man is, is on fire, and he definitely has all our attention. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. <clears throat> I like that. Hey, look, 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 I found this photo. I was trying to work it in somehow on the show. Uh, but yeah. look at look at look at a dude delicious over here, uh, mad. <laughs> you could, if you call, what the hell were you delicious. thinking about right there? Well, that was, you know, you, you listening know to Meek Mill in your head? Nah, you call me delicious? Like, who called me was, delicious? Who the fuck said? Who the fuck called me delicious? That was uh, that was actually uh, the NFC Championship game when I was playing with the Saints and we were in Chicago, mm. and uh, we we letting sexy Rexy beat us the fuck mm. out. They, we were, it was it was kind of it was a, it was a cool game, but it, it was actually one of the. The pictures that everybody loved for that for some odd reason. As you can see, I still have my line in this stuff. He still had my line. <laughs> see, I still it was before the farewell tour began. <laughs> this man is like was, uh, seasoned over here, like roasting yeah. over here. Yeah, it was it was cold out there, and I was hot. Okay. I was going in Fuego, the muy caliente. <laughs> so before yeah. we get out of here, yeah, before um, we get out of here, I just I just have one last thing to say about. I like I love going into the bye, uh, especially undefeated. But also, um, it gives you a better it gives you a, a chance to enjoy enjoy everybody else getting their ass kicked around the NFL. It gives, it gives you a chance to walk around with your chest out, and you know, and, and then come back ready ready to get ready to get it started. But I was like, uh, the one thing that I don't want, I don't want the guys to do is to to go and fuck something up or, or Deshaun Watson or whoever the fuck out Alvin Kamara things up and. And get into trouble and stuff, and that's that's the one thing that you tend to worry about when you on a team of 50, 50 plus people, because it, it, unlike basketball, you, basketball it's a it's a small group of people, and they can pretty much keep an eye on everybody. It's right. hard to keep an eye on, on them than sixty motherfuckers. So you know, just keep their nose clean. Uh, I, I'm gonna enjoy the, I'm gonna enjoy the bye bye by watching some playoff some playoff baseball for the yes, first sir. time in in a while, and, and some and some Sixers play and the Flyers. And and the union, I know that's unpopular. The union thing, but well, they're in the playoffs present, as well. Present. <laughs> so Primo? I'm just going to enjoy Philly sports for until until my birds come back. I mean, six and zero. What, what more can you ask for? I mean, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to watching the rest of the NFL teams pretty much beat up on themselves. Um, you know, rooting for any team that's playing against the Giants, Cowboys, and you know the Commanders this weekend. So. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like what you you know, reiterate what you just said. Hope players just play it smart, just you know, stay home, rest that body, or you know, hit hit the machines that's gonna go ahead and get you back to hundred percent, whatever. But you know, just just be smart about it and um, you know, look forward to the rest of the season because you know, we need we need to stay healthy, we need to keep on being aggressive, and we need to play, you know, as a team, as a family, and that's what you guys got going on right now, and we gotta continue that. So, you know, the chemistry that's in that locker room, the chemistry that they bring to that field every single weekend. I'm loving it, and I and I hope to God they just continue it, man. Like nothing, nothing should be getting in our way. So again, I'm gonna reiterate one more time: I'm not afraid of anybody. So bring it on, bring everybody on. I'm ready for them. They're ready for them. And you know, at the end of the day, we're gonna be at the top of that mountain once again, man. Go birds! Go birds! Go birds! Uh, yeah, uh, just just to answer Jason's question real quick. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm getting word that after the bye week, he'll be all right. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't stress about it. Uh, concussion, you know, that, that's the thing that you, you take a couple weeks, you'd be all right. As long as you're not Tua and you're being rushed back out there. 
do the proper protocol, you'll be all good. Um, to, but just to juggle off or um, piggyback off what Prime just said, man, six and zero. I didn't think we'd be here, man. I, I, I was expecting a good season, but I think Mal was the only one that had this uh, us at six and zero with the bye week here. Um, it's a crazy time to be a Philadelphia sports fan as a whole. Uh, let's go Phillies, bro. Let's go Sixers. Let's go Flyers. Um, and we'll see you guys after the bye. Looking forward to a break. Uh, I did. I did have them six and zero up at this point. Uh, pull but the pull the tape. Uh, but talk about trips. Uh, you know, <laughs> I talked about going to Dewey Beach. Uh, Prime's going to hang out with fam. Tank's going over to uh, Ireland. Um, and but if you, you know, in Scotland. But uh, if you yeah. talk about trips, uh, big shout out to uh, Philly Sports Trips. If, you, if you're trying to go on to some of these away games, mm. they got some upcoming games up that you want to check out and, and go support support your birds. That's what you got to do. You got to go on the road, support your birds. Shout out to Philly Sports Trips. They can get it done. Uh, they're the best in the business, and that's yeah. why we work, rock with them. Such great vibes. They, they, um, uh, just, my, my bad. One more thing, Gail. Just just also mention that, you know, not only do they go and see the birds, they also follow these other, you know, Philly teams. You know what I mean? Yep. So, Phillies, they, you know, if you guys Sixers, tune in yeah. for Phillies games, Union, especially people that are into soccer, they do all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, we're here dedicated talking about the Eagles, but understand that they do extracurricular events as well. So if you guys are really interested, go check them out. They'll make it happen for a Phillies game. They'll make it happen for a union game. Um, you know, I'm, I don't maybe I'll speak it to existence. Maybe they'll make something happen for Sixers, you know, Flyers game, something like that. But but it's it's uh, of all the Philly travel companies, it's the best one in the biz, bro. You're yes, you're sir. gonna you're staying the best hotel out of any of them. You're gonna have the best event. Damn, Skippy, check out Philly Sports. And <laughs> how's like they have the you, delicious, most delicious meats. Yeah, well, the, the most delicious foods known to man. Pause on the meats. Oh, <laughs> uh, but also it's just want to shout out to shout out to Bud Light again for powering the mm. tailgate, man. Uh, you guys have been phenomenal supporting us for the last six years shout out to conchi bakery also supporting us uh in that in that lifetime um and shout out to all you eagle fans that showed up it's always great to meet your face and it talk to you and figure out uh who you are as people and why you are birds fans yeah that's that's the best part of at being at tailgate meeting people and they they tell you why they listen and we appreciate you, you guys make, you you started to try to make me misty <laughs> hey man, hey man, it's it's uh it's always and a good flyer, vibe. And, and the flyers just won. Flyers just won. Wow, look two. at that in your face. Okay, oh, right. uh, shout out to you, Bruce, for subscribing, my guy. Thanks, Bruce Banner. <laughs> good um, word. Also, also shout out to Jesse Wines, who has been helping us out with our branding. Wow. If you need any anything creative done, this guy's been putting in work for us behind the scenes. Check out our new uh our new header on YouTube. You might like it, oh, you, know? Oh, you know, you <laughs> know, uh, but other than that, man, enjoy the rest of the Sixers game. It's the fourth quarter. You got a, a one quarter left. Yeah, uh, you can read on in the Phillies in the Phillies. Let me get to it. Okay. So, <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly Eagles fly. Go.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.